Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series we'll be covering in depth next week with our lovely guest Terrence Wiggins. I'm Jordan and with me today as usual is my lovely co-host David. Say hi David. Hi David. What series we're covering this week David? Oh, we're talking about Tista, or oh. should I keep down the D and low because it's about some secret agents, kind of, but not really, well, legally distinct from the author's other work that we'll get into. David, David, I think you mean Catholic secret agents? Yes. Some Catholic assassins? And by some, I mean one? When you're talking about nunchucks, these are the nuns you're talking about. Hey! <laughs> but yeah, so tell me a little bit about uh, this little series, Tista. This series was created by Tatsuya Endo, and it was ran from November 4th, 2007 to August 4th, 2008, mm-hmm. and it was a monthly series. So despite it only being nine chapters, it's about average, and it was two volumes. And Jordan, though, this is in our case of a series by an offer that went to do much greater and better things. And in this case, Jordan, what did this offer create later on in their career? Glad you asked, David. As we all know, this author went on to create Dragon Ball Z. Okay, Jordan's fucking with you. is actually Bleach. <laughs> yes. Imagine if we just rip our mask off and we're actually covering zombie powder in this episode. Yeah. Oh, my God, guys. Ah, oh, yeah. That would actually have been hilarious. But no, this is the creator of Spy Family. This is the guy who did Spy Family. Not uh, this is not Akira Toriyama. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Jordan, do you mind uh, kicking off the plot summary for what happened in the first chapter of this manga? You know what? I think that's a pretty good idea. It's New York, which of course means it's gangsters. And David, I bet that you related very much to this setting as somebody who lives in New York. <laughs> I am. I'm walking here. I'm talking here. Sometimes I'll just be talking to David and he'll just be like, I'm talking here. It's very strange. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, not just gangsters, but Italian gangsters. For instance, one such gangster goes by the very normal Italian name of uh, Stabino Frappuccino. That series just completely destroyed all sense of legitimacy with that. Yeah, I can't take your series seriously when you introduce a gangster named Stepano Frappuccino. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Alfredo. Here we go again. <laughs> Maybe we'll meet more of his family, more of his uh, family, and it's like Alfredo Frappuccino. <laughs> yeah, just for the record. So my puppy that I just got, its name is Ravioli, and I actually told Rachel that the next dog is maybe we'll name the dog Rigatoni, Ooh. and then we'll just call the dog Tony. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. I try. I try. I like the idea of Ravioli's last name being Spaghetti. But anyway, Mr. Frappuccino is immediately murdered by a serial killer named Sister Militia, Catholic assassin. When she isn't shooting gangsters for the Lord, Sister Militia is a mild-mannered schoolgirl named Tista Orowen, who lives at a New York orphanage with a very New York nun and everything. That nun's name is, um, Bagel, um, Statue of Liberty. (laughs) Yes, exactly. She's the only Catholic who likes bagels. Yes, you got it. Yes. Notoriously banned in in Catholic dogma. Banned in Ireland. I remember that part of Dante's Inferno, the seventh circle of hell people who make bagels. (laughs) Which actually, probably in hindsight, is just very anti-Semitic. 
I was just going to say, I think that that might have been there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she also goes to a very New York high school. The hyper-effective assassin almost gets run over by a car, but her life is saved by a classmate with the equally normal name of Artie Droa. (laughs) Or Artie Draw. Like, David, would you believe that he's an artist? I wonder if originally they called him Artie Drawya, and they just thought, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, Drawa is much more subtle. We're definitely meeting someone named Frenchy Toast in this series. Artie Drawa, I feel like I encountered that character in a Phoenix Wright game. Uh, yeah, but he's an artist, and he's also the real main character, by the way. He starts drawing Tista as soon as he meets her, because David, David, she doesn't know how beautiful she really is. Isn't that sad? Oh, it's really sad. Yeah, popcorn David. Tista tells him that she wants to be a teacher, and Artie starts monologuing about how cool dreams are. You know, Jordan, you know who else had a dream? Artie asks her on a date to the Chino Art Gallery. That's actually where he lives because he's just the fucking coolest. Yes. I wish I was him so much. That's what David said. That's true. Tista is sad, though, because she was assigned to kill the president of the gallery. However, when we learn that the art gallery wanted to smuggle heroin in Artie's art, we realize she's justified in murdering him. Artie tries resisting the heroin plan, and the evil art gallery guy, not the president, shoots him in his art hand. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's his arting hand. Thankfully, Sister Militia shows up just in time to shoot the bad guy in the brain, and which usually kills someone. But, you know, the series, yeah. uh, I wouldn't have been surprised the series let you know that being shot in the head, you usually die. When Artie realizes she's Tista, because he's really perceptive. In the Catholic assassination debrief, Tista's boss asks her if she got attached in her last mission. She's silent. Of course she is. How could she not become attached to someone like Artie McDrawman? <laughs> Artie McDrawman. Yes. Draw McArtface, you know? <laughs> yeah. Pencil Art. O'Brien. Anyway. At Pencil O'Brien. <laughs> or Tracy Sketch from Pokemon. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember Tracy Sketch. Yeah, yeah. It took me a second. Yeah. Okay, we're having too much fun with this. Let's get into it. So, Jordan, what were your first impressions on this? Stabino Frappuccino. <laughs> God, someone said that sounds like a JoJo character, and that's also true. The thing is that Araki knows a little bit more about Italy, just slightly more. He makes ridiculous names in different ways. Yeah. And also, I can't think of a band named Stabano Frappuccino yet. (laughs) Yeah. But also, dude, the art's fucking amazing. What the fuck? Yeah, this art's good. It's interesting how different the art is from... I was actually reading Spy Family this morning, which was a great contrast. Yeah. And um, his art has definitely changed in style. It's a lot more cleaner, I would say. But I definitely think this art, to me, to be honest, is rougher, but by no means bad. I love it. I think that some of the compositions are incredible when he's like the way that some buildings are shaded is absolutely fantastic. You know, we get these zoom ins on Tista's face and they look cool as hell. She's got like a little bit of the glasses shine. She's got like a dark background with like stuff happening, Mm -hmm. like really fantastic. I actually felt that there was a lot of cases where there was no backgrounds. It was just white without like stylization. Just felt like he just didn't feel like drawing a background. Yeah, but the drawings where he does, he fucking knocks it out of the park. I mean, it's like and those ones often have other have things going on, too. Like, I genuinely don't really have anything bad to say about the art. It's kind of the only good thing about the manga. (laughs) Friends, we have among us another beachy, another instant bullet. In Akaboshi situation, the art is great and everything else fucking sucks. Yeah, just this plot was really stupid. 
The character names just make it seem so campy, but the rest of the series isn't. I also feel like the series is kind of like trying to be like, is she an assassin? Is she not? We made it really obvious that she is, but maybe she's not. Or is she? Yes, she is. But what if? And you're like, come on, dude, we, we like six chapters and six pages in. It's pretty obvious she's an assassin. You don't have to fuck around with this. They're not even hiding it. I mean, they have the head nun call her sister militia. I, they're not hiding it. That's true. Also, my God, this is some terrible paneling. Did you see that panel I posted where I like me and our guests were both like, I don't know how to actually read the speech bubbles in this that's bad i just reread the chapter i don't think i read that the first time i think i just kind of glazed over it yeah i gave up there was so much text also this series has so much filler in it like this could have very easily been 40 pages also david i feel like we read different translations yeah i think so so we'll just we'll we'll make sure all of us are reading the same translation for that sake i did the one that tucker was reading Here's the main difference is that in mine, Artie's name is Artie. And that is, by the way, that is not A-R-T-I-E, how the name Artie is spelled in actual America, but it is A-R-T-Y, as in he's like, he's like a foster's home for imaginary friends creature. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, he does art. He's Artie. (laughs) So the the reason why Jordan mentions as mines was Addie. Yeah. Like A-T-T-Y, which is a really stupid translation of a name that's supposed to be very campy absolutely also like it just loses it come on man woolsey me right yeah but also david uh one last thing i want to say is i knew that this artist was legit when i saw him draw Artie holding a pencil in a very specific way yeah and what was so notable about that first of all the pencil he's holding it is sharpened so that there's just a very long point he's holding it in what i would call the artist's style where instead of holding it like you would normally hold a pencil you kind of use all your fingers to hold it and it's hard to explain it's like you draw with your forearm right instead of your hand point is to draw with the forearm and the, the elongated graphite is to give you uh, thicker lines if you <laughs> want like you know who else tried to go to art school exactly i was like oh <laughs> this guy did some figure drawing this guy probably did get into art school wow that's cool <laughs> oh goodness i have one last note by the way and did you notice that they pointed out that like the drugs are worth two million and four thousand dollars at least in my translation <laughs> damn that's a lot of heroin what was the fucking point of noting the four thousand dollars <laughs> Maybe he was just like, I'm going to shove a big amount of money in yen into a converter and it's going to tell me how much this is in American dollars. Yeah, that was probably like a billion yen or something. Like a clean number. The translator didn't really think about it. Or maybe he did like this brain genius math where he like calculated how much heroin would have been worth and how much. No, no, I think the previous one's right. But that'd be funny. Yeah, I'm also thinking, Matt, how catastrophically much heroin, $200 million of heroin in 2007 was. Oh, yeah, that's less inflation, too. Are they just going to shove it into the fucking paintings, like hide it behind the canvas? How many paintings does Artie fucking have? How many is he going to sell? Like, David, if he's going to sell that many paintings, he's already a really successful artist, okay? Let's see, what's the street value of one pound of (laughs) heroin is? Alexa, what is the current street value for heroin? heroin? Black tar heroin, specifically. Yeah. (laughs) So a gram of heroin costs about $20. That's a lot of heroin. And this notes that heroin is often cheaper and easier than prescription opioids. Yeah. Interesting. So you hear that, everybody? The for-profit healthcare industry is 
frankly, only helping the heroin addiction problem. Yeah. So a pound of heroin is worth about $10,000, give or take. Okay. And so we'll say, yeah. So point is being he sold a fuck ton of heroin through his art. A lot of heroin, like so many, so much. You can just do the math. He sold over 27,000 pounds of heroin. God damn. How much fucking art do you have? Anyway, back to anyway, it. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, would you read an arts and chapters yes, of this? I would. Want, nah, I want to see nah, more nah. art. I want to see more stupid fucking names. All right, you can tell me how that goes. I'm not touching this anymore. Well, you are. Damn it. Sorry, David, you're trapped. And I like how this is only nine chapters. It's literally, would you finish this series? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, what do you think is going to happen next? So I think the main character's dad will be a bad guy. I feel like make this guess every mm-hmm. manga, and it's got to be right at some point. Mm-hmm. Artie will have some sort of superpower, I think, as well. And this series will have a big, we live in society, bottom text energy. Yeah, so I think that Artie is the main character, but he will not develop superpower, I think. No, (laughs) I do think that Artie is the main character, though, the way that this is fucking structured. So that's my first guess. My second one is Artie is going to save Tista, David, and he's going to show her how beautiful she is and encourage (laughs) her to be a teacher. My last guess is from here, the plot will uh, heavily revolve around Tista trying to help Artie cope with his damaged art hand oh david aren't you so sad that Artie got his hand shot can't Artie hard anymore no anyway what's your power word my power word is blurry she needs glasses and man oh man it was a fucking blur to read this manga because i had so much trouble reading some of the panels oh yeah real quick by the way how the fuck is an assassin a sniper who is able to like shoot into a moving car how is her eyesight bad yeah she she has like very thick glasses but has like special magic eyes Uh, like what the fuck i i like maybe the series is going to mention it if they don't that's fucking bizarre but anyway my power word is yankees you know man gotta know how them yankees are doing i'm support i'm supporting them yankees do a new york accent i always love how a yankee was it yankee and king arthur's court or something no that's a kid and that's also an isekai what is it um how mark twain wrote an isekai story <laughs> a connecticut yankee in king arthur's court yeah truly one of the first isekais of the american narrative And by the way, David, the joke with the kid in King Arthur's court is that he's on a Little League baseball team called the Yankees. Fuck, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, fuck, what's his name? James Bond. Fuck, he's in that movie. Which one? Oh! Or you mean the fictional character James Bond shows up? Yes, it's very, it's very strange. A double Isekai. No, um, the uh, Skyfall one. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, thank you. Yes, he's in that movie fucking amateur hour here but you know who aren't a bunch of amateurs the people who send us questions for our q a so let's get into that as a reminder you can post them in the shonen flop discord and we get priority people who that's their first question being asked are a patron or haven't had their question answered in a while and we want to say thank you so much we've answered over 200 questions very Whoa. exciting very awesome yeah also david i just want to say i thought you were gonna say and you know who else was in a, a connecticut yankee in king arthur's court or fuck you know who else was in a kid in king arthur's court okay there you know who else sent us questions who <laughs> base carrier oh so they asked though when a game website you name it implements a little gimmick that works like an eight octave scale piano what is your go-to song to play on it and i think we all know that the biggest thing of course is playing it on the pots and pans of metal gear solid Wait, when does that happen? How do I not remember that? I'm such a Metal Gear fan. In Metal Gear Solid 2, there's like a kitchen and you can play music on like the pots and pans. 
Oh my god, those games have so much fucking depth. Holy shit. But yeah, anyway, uh, it's basic, but I just go for smoke on the water, man. Simple as hell. Pentatonic scale, like one blues note. There you go. I always do the Futurama theme. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's actually Louie Louie. From Chemi Shams, what is the earliest in the series <laughs> run you had something clink in your head that it was getting axed? I knew, actually just from the beginning, when I was reading Zipman, I was like, this manga does not have legs. And I was right, it got canceled. Yeah. Oh man, what's what's that one? Ichigaki is lost control. It hasn't. Been, I don't think it's been canceled yet. But uh, when it is, I'll say yeah. the first page. There's definitely been manga where we were like, okay, so we're just gonna wait for this to get canceled. Um, uh, I know Duran yeah. Duran. We were like, we're just gonna wait. It actually lasts longer than we're expecting, but it still got axed. Um, yeah, that is true. We can kind of tell. Yeah, you can just sort of tell sometimes. Yeah. That new Cypher Academy, it's we're just waiting for that to get canceled. Yeah. Oh, man. Or Protect Me Shugumaru. I was like, this is getting canceled. Oh, yeah, that was obvious, too. A lot of the gag manga, you know? Yeah. Gag manga are extremely hard to make work in Shonen Jump. It's also because High School Family already is peak gag manga. Well, yeah, that's what I mean, though. It's like you got to be like a high school family level thing to really just make it. Oh, man, that was a great chapter this week. Even a Gravity Boys wasn't able to do it. Yeah, rest in peace. Great series, though. We just finished it. But we'll promote that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And then next up is from Pushover Media Critic. I believe this is their first question. Which two main characters from Shonen Flops would have the coolest slash most interesting fight with each other? Uh, I I feel like you're going to dive into the Candy Flurry well. No, I think I'm going to go with Red Sprite guy and no, no, I'm going to go with Jim Naruto and the guy from Neolation, who's really really crazy good with computers and shit because he can use electric powers. I was going to say Neolation versus BT from Cool Shock BT because they would do some like 500 IQ mind game battle against each other. I take it back. I go with that one. (laughs) I knew I wanted the Neolation guy. Yeah, (laughs) but I was thinking Neolation too. Oh, or what about BT and Super Smartphone Kid? Now, that kid was dumb, actually. Nah, he's dumb. The smartphone did all the work for him. Yeah, yeah exactly. His main thing was just calling the cops. Yeah, that really, he called the cops like six times. That's basically all he did in that series was call the cops. <laughs> oh, my God. What a dumb series. It really, really was, wasn't it? That reminds me at some point we do want to do like a battle royale or like a tournament with all the protagonists. So maybe we'll do that at some point on Patreon. Yeah. Next up from Ego. Give us a question, Shonen Flop. Jordan, do you have a question for the audience? Has it ever occurred to you that you may be living in a technological dream world where giant machines leech off of your body's heat for energy and everything you see around you? I mean, we all have a Facebook. Everything around you is just a hologram. But you, David, what's your question? Mine would be, so if you had any legitimate feedback for the show, I would love to hear it. Or also, if there's anything that's really preventing you from becoming a patron, I would really be curious if there's something that we could do to just make it more appealing or interesting. Because again, it really does help support the show. And it is always really great to get some direct feedback from the audience about how we are doing as a show. That's how we do it. A, B, C, always be selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, final question is from T. Wolfwood, who asks, what mangaka would win Jeopardy? And Jordan, I think you and I both know the answer to this. A Rocky. I don't think any mangaka out there can touch the amount of useless trivia that a Rocky has in his head. 
I can think of one offer, I think, Ashley, oh? that would at least challenge him. I think hmm. Oda would have a pretty good shot, given the depth of knowledge he has. Like, for instance, one of the ancient zones, he actually redesigned how the zone looked because they had updated what the official scientific expectation of what the dinosaur actually looked like. And he started drawing the tail differently because they updated. So he is definitely in the know about, like, science and history. No, no. Here's the thing, David. Here's the issue. Jeopardy is about random facts, like about celebrities and shit like that. The things that Oda studies have more of a purpose. He looks into things intentionally. Araki just knows a bunch of bullshit. Araki does know bullshit. He just knows a bunch of random trivia shit, you know, like like Oda definitely knows a lot about like a lot of subjects and stuff. But I don't think he would be able to touch Araki in just trivia. There's no doubt. Everyone it was just it's Iraqi. That's that's just the fact. He definitely knows about celebrities. Oh, actually, actually, real quick. There is one mangaka who could give him a run for his money, I think. And that is the guy who writes Baki, because the random shit that is just mentioned and explained in Baki is just insane. Just like the weird shit about like, um, oh, hey, this celebrity over here did this. And that led to Baki discovering that he can slap people a certain way. Like, it's ridiculous. I do think that Iraq would win though there's no question about it uh listener be curious if anyone has anyone they think would also be a strong contender um but that is all the time we have for today jordan i want to start by saying thank you so much for all of your hard work on the show and editing this chibi thank you so much david as well for your hard work and for editing this chibi oh no problem and for running a lot of other shit yeah i do it all baby and for going to business school (laughs) i did i did my name uh money schoolman and for living in New York so that you have so that we have like a correspondent there for this manga, which takes place in your hometown. You actually can see my house on page five panel, too. It's actually right under where under the giant banner for Spider-Man, which is in the manga. <laughs> Need pictures of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. Yes. Crawl Webinson. What if, like, they took off Spider-Man's mask and it, it was just some dude named Kroll Spider-Man? Uh, a Hideo Kojima production. <laughs> oh, that is a Hideo Kojima name! Yeah, anyway, anyway, props to Shannon for the awesome cover. You can find her online at Illuminati. Thank you, Dylan, for assistance with editing. Find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeOutContext.com. Thanks to Tucker and Maxi B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, and other miscellaneous research. You can find us on Twitter at ShonenFlopcast and our website, ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get our podcast. Come join the ShonenFlop Discord. Open to everyone, patron or not. Hang out with us, talk about anime, games, or whatever else is on your mind. Have a monthly movie night, and you can find a link to it in the show notes or on our site. We are at almost 500 people, which is absolutely insane absolutely nuts absolutely nuts i'd love to hit that marker yep and speaking of the community we have just celebrated having 50 patrons which is so awesome we are getting close to our 400 goal of doing a mini series on mo and you can get a bunch of awesome exclusive perks including listening in on the episodes helping us decide what we cover next and monthly bonus content jordan what did we release this month for our patrons the final episode of our coverage of a gravity boys you thought they were dick jokes before oh man we cover <laughs> oh you ain't. the infamous magical penis arc of a gravity boys as david calls it the donkai donkais are discussed that is true Yes, if you like dick jokes, this is your content. Yep, and then next month, though, we're going to be starting a brand new miniseries. Our patrons have decided, Jordan, what are we going to be talking about in February? 
doing the thing we did with a gravity boys but with a little manga known as magu-chan Yes, and we are going to be having our first ever Patreon content guest. We are having the legendary Sean from Anime Out of Context, first ever person to come back on the show. We are very hyped. We're going to be having some other great guests. So keep an eye out for that super fun miniseries we're going to be doing on a fan favorite. Hell yes. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash flop. And as one of our perks, I'm going to read off a lot of our wonderful patrons. Starting with the Chainsaw Man patrons, we have Roses Are Red, Violets Are Blue. I'm using my hand while I'm thinking of you. Me, same. Wow. <laughs> Moving on down to the Dolphin Dead, we have Dude Man Bro Guy, tracking roving animals for all loving girls in Raccoon's Wolfwood. Going down to King of the Forest, we have 090Z, our newest patron, I believe. Albie, Cram, Sal, Florane. Sorry, I just, you tell me if I'm butchering that. Darth Pikachu, Once a Dying Koi Review, Gabe Lando, Istrafont, Jacob Andrew Galloway, Josh Robinson, Kevin Briggs, Marty, Rachel, my wonderful girlfriend. She is taking care of the pup arena while I'm recording this. Thank you so much, Rachel. Scarlet Mirrodin, T, The Real Jory, The BB King, BB The, Trevor, and Trevor. Schechner. Then finally, to round things out with the Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have Blah Moo Moo, Brian Sexton, Dennis James Moan, Dolphin, Drago, True, Dylan Kreider, Eric Alec Klein, Generic Man, Hans, Heavy Metal, Hermit Crab, I've Had Nightmares Like This, says Misaka, Lincoln Frey, Manly P. Hall, Marabara, My Dad, Marvin Weinberger, Melvi, Mike Carpenter, <laughs> Rosendo, Mendoza, Ryan Chizinski, Sarah Hydra, Mendoza, <laughs> Sarah Frischler, Simic for Sent by Ash, Staghorn, Tyler Bowden, Wright, and ZZ Digital. My goodness, this list is getting longer every Every time I love it. Thank you, everyone who's become a patron. This really means a lot to me. By the way, David, uh, I was listening to a little podcast called Knowledge Fight. You ever heard of yes, that? Yes, I have, actually. They were talking about patrons, and I heard them say Blamumu. That's awesome. Are you cheating on us, Blamumu? That's allowed. It's fine. Yeah, I guess we are in, in an open relationship. I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck off, Jordan. It's hard. It's, it's just hard to adjust. Anyway, <laughs> it's OK, but I have to adjust to this episode ending. So thank you so much for listening. Tune in next Monday for our full episode on this series featuring Terrence Wiggins. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. And with that, this has been Jordan. This has been David. And you've been listening to Shonen Flop. David, say it. Keep on flopping floppers. Bye. Bye.